Let's go. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome in to episode 12 of the Bush League Congregation. I hope you guys are all doing well on this wonderful Thursday night. I am CC, and with me tonight is CW, or, or Willie Dynamite. I mean, whichever you want to go. I mean, just awesomeness is sitting right across the table from me. How are we doing? I am doing fantastic, sir. Ready to talk about baseball. Like everyone should always be ready to talk about. I agree. I completely agree. I mean, I, I, I know we're a day late this week recording, but at the same time, I, I'm just I'm just right at home. You know, mm. got, got got my two guys with me. Oh yeah, I forgot to mention the other guy. Uh, the one, the only, our host, the man that actually makes all this shit happen. Like I'm not even gonna lie, Mike. How we doing tonight, brother? I'm doing good, man. Thank you. I appreciate that. And well, you yeah, finally got a good intro. Yeah, thank you. Clutch. Wait, wait, let's check. You finally got a good intro from Chris. He's the only one ever shorted your own intro. So I mean, you normally get. God, I just smacked my face on the earth. Welcome back in, Jesus. That's just... I mean, it's kind of a shock what he just did. I mean, he introduced you as... You know what? I'm, I'm done with this. We're done. Okay, I'm good. Thanks for asking, Chris. I'm cool. I have gas. Let's start talking baseball. Whoa, whoa, wait a minute, wait a minute. Whoa, whoa, whoa. This is, whoa, whoa, whoa. This is a very small room. I said, did we need to open this door? No, I meant gas in my car. Oh, yes. I see. That's something I... Apparently, know. we're in a... In a oh, you, no no gas. I got 75 miles left. We'll be between... We'll be fine. We'll be fine in two days. Uh, get back and forth and work tomorrow. Hey, we, are, we are talking about you too, so yeah, I'm not, I don't go anywhere else. So, I'll so go. all right, so you're 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 not driving yeah. this weekend. So hey, Mike, it looks like it's you driving us to the Cornell tournament on. Oh yeah, I forgot. About it. It's even better reason. I like that. I don't like what's happening right now. Yeah, yeah, sure is. I can't. Are we? Are we? Are we going to talk about baseball today? Because if we're going to talk about baseball today, what I really think that we need to start with is the baby Mariners. Fuck yeah! We got to come up with a better, a better term though. Okay. Well, what? Uh, what? Uh, I, I don't know. That's what I'm saying. We got to. I mean, we had the baby Braves. We had. Uh, the Bronx Boomers. Mini Bronx Bombers, fool. Yeah, the boomers is what I'm talking about. I was like Glaber and Gary. Is that a thing? And Tyler Wade. Literally never heard of that. Okay. I think it was a thing like in the 60s or something. <laughs> 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 so, yeah, I mean, I like the mini Mariners, but the still. Mini, yeah, that's it. Must have shown like we're, we're working, working time. Working time. Yeah, we'll, we'll get there. We'll get there. The young seaman. That's not right. Oh, God, no. Okay, no, stop. All right, we're getting off. We're done. We're done. Okay, let's move on. So, Jared Kelnick is up. Logan Gilbert is up. It's time for these guys to start really rolling. We we said that they were coming. The, the aging down for the for the Mariners was happening. They're already young, but now with these guys coming up, they're ultra young. And I feel like now is a really good time for them to kind of make their debut it's the season is established but it's still really early on um the pitching staff for the mariners has been beat up so logan gilbert was almost a necessity but to get jared kelnick's back in uh bat in there too like these guys are going to be really exciting to watch which of the two are you guys more excited about or which well two part are you more excited about and then which one do you think is going to last longer on the big league stage. I, I mean, I'm going to throw it out there, and, and I'm going to say both answers are, are for Kelnick. Okay. But what is more of a necessity is is more so, in, in my opinion, should be the question. Like, Logan Gilbert needs to be in the big leagues. I mean, he, he, should have been, he should have been in the big leagues out of spring training. That rotation is not good. I mean, I, I I hate it. Justice Sheffield's just been okay since, ever since they traded for him. I don't even know how to say it. What is it? Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde. Uh, you'll, you'll say Kikuchi's uh, just Kikuchi, like... I mean, he, literally, he's either really good or he has 
about eight runs given up in, in two innings. Yeah, he, he is he is so night and day. It's it's tough. I really I really think Justin Dunn will develop into a good two or three in the big leagues. Hell, I couldn't even tell you they're they're fourth and fifth right now. But I mean, Justin Dunn and and Logan Gilbert were fighting it out for the five coming out of spring training, and once again. We need more seasoning. What what, um, what 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 do you think? What stock were they putting in James Paxton in before the season? Do you think he was like they legitimately thought that he was going to go the distance? Or oh, I think they were hoping, and he showed signs early on of looking like the old James Paxton. But right. I mean, obviously he's been hurt and he's gone. So I mean, he's been uh, named the Big Maple for a reason. Well, I mean, he's a fantastic pitcher when he's right and healthy. Um, I don't think we ever saw the true James Paxton in New York. I mean, what he was in Seattle before he went there was amazing. I mean, he was overpowering pitcher. Well, I, I think I think his first year there he was, and at, at times. Yeah, I mean, the, yeah, the I don't think he ever showed the consistency. Exactly. The, the, fast, the fastball was there. I mean, because I mean, dude is literally throwing a, a fastball. He's saying, here it is, 75% of the time. Hey, see if you can hit 97. Well, yeah, I mean, he's a big man with a big delivery and get, kind of gets on you quick. So, then 97 looks like probably 101. But, then, in there, but then he gets hurt, come, tries to come back too early. And I think, once again, he tried to come back too early from the injury and say, hey, Seattle, I'm good. I'm going to be this veteran presence. And, it, I mean, yeah. once I again. It wasn't a big contract. I think they waited as long as they could. Well, yeah, I mean, it was only a one-year deal. So, but I mean, it's not a big deal for them. It sucks to be – that. literally, that's the only guy that they would have. Early. Oh, he would have been the ace. Of the well, team. I mean, yeah, but I'm saying he's the only guy with more than two years' experience yeah, I mean, in that rotation. Would have been, you know, the one everybody looked for. But, I mean, he's gone. Uh, they've had injuries across the board. So, so Gilbert – is a, a necessity at this point in time. Um, I've seen several different articles and different people talk about him probably being the best pitcher in the minors at this point in time. Uh, nothing gonna blow you away with anything that he has, but everything is good. And he can play off all that. And I think Kelnick's kind of the same way. Um, he may not be the biggest, strongest, fastest guy, but he's got, he's big, he's strong, he's fast. That he can do a little bit of everything. Um, so I'm very excited for him, and I think he will be the biggest deal of the two. But, but Gilbert, I think, will settle in and be a strong number two guy. Well, what would equivalent to a number two guy? I mean, I, I think you're right. I mean, obviously, it's it's very early for us to you know yeah, I mean, jump on awesome. jump on this train. I mean, we we could have a situation where we had the same thing back in the day, eleven years ago now. With or sorry, how how long have Trout and Harper been in the big leagues? Ten years, eleven years. Thanks. It's ten years now. It, it, you know what? Hold on. We'll get back to this, but it's ten years, and I'll t- uh, we'll, we'll circle back to why I um, know that when you say Mike Trout. Um, but kind of the same situation. Like, yeah. we could have that situation. I don't think it will happen. But time, will, I mean, only time will tell. I mean, See, I, I, think I was thinking about this. I was really going like really old school and wanting to. Try to compare these guys to like Strawberry and Gooden, yeah. or something of that okay. nature. I mean, two yeah. two amazing highly touted. Come up at yeah. the same time. Yeah. I don't think Gilbert's anything close to Doc. He was an elite everything. Does he does he like LSD? Um, I think he likes all of it. Hey, <laughs> hey, yeah, stop that! Unfortunately, both those players I just mentioned, we didn't get to see the best of either of them due yeah. to personal issues. But um, you shut your mouth. Uh, dude, I, you wouldn't have found a bigger strawberry fan back in the day, but it's hard to compare anything to that because both those players were such an elite player in their their time. But it's fun to kind of look at these two go coming up at the same time and, and just kind of projecting and hoping something like that could happen. So, do you think would I, would I be too bold to say Strasburg and Harper? See, it's hard to compare that to which a pitcher. And I mean, you got two hitters. Didn't come out at the same time either. Yeah, they came up like within a year of each other. Yeah, that was within a year. I, I'm pretty sure. About- I, I mean, to have two guys oh, yeah, come up the same that. fucking day is a little well, bit dramatic. Weird, especially just on the same team, the same everything. Yeah. So I have. Um, I, so real quick, I'm sorry, I don't want to interrupt you guys. The answer to the other two guys, Marco Gonzalez. Oh, yeah, I don't know how we forgot about Marco Gonzalez. 
And then Chris Flexen is their other starter. Um, well, uh, opener. Let's see. I, I he's got opener. he's got thirty three innings pitched right. so far. Right. He's in like second. eight starts, right? Still, game started six. Opener. Six games started. Okay, so better, better than I thought. He's getting. Yeah, so, Marco's on the IL and Flexen. Yeah, it, it, this is gonna sound really bad. He's a big leader, but the fuck is Flexen? Well, exactly. That's why I said who. I mean, I mean, I know who he is and all I mean, that, exactly. but it's not. The, the answer is me all day. <laughs> all day. All day. Oh, shit. Sure. You're, you're Chris Flexen. Yeah. Oh, wait, that should be my name. That's yeah, definitely yeah, That would work out better. But all right, we're getting off topic here. So, next question. Are Logan Gilbert and Jared Kelnick products of Kevin Mather's uh, accidental admittance to what baseball does to amazing prospects? Is that why we're seeing them in mid-May versus mid-April? With Kelnick, I don't... Well, with both, I don't think so. One, their pitching staff's decimated, so they need somebody... But the pitching staff is, is not just decimated today. Hey, can, yeah, can, can I stop you both, though? No. If the season don't. had started April 1st like it was supposed to, I don't think we're seeing them in May. I think we're seeing them in April 1st. It did start April 1st. Uh, the minor league season? Oh, no, okay, okay, okay. Uh, if if the minor league season starts April first, just like it, w- it had planned to, I think we see him in mid-April instead of. Oh, April. I think so too. I think we see him a day or two after the you know little cut off on the, the service time this year. So are we saying that they really did want to, and what was Kevin Cash's terminology, um, get more seasoning out of these guys? Did they really want to see them work a little bit more in this year's frame versus last year? I think so, yes. Now, do I agree with it? I mean, no, because you literally had... All right, so Logan Gilbert threw all spring training. Kellenick got at bats all spring training. And then for a month, got to see his own pitchers throw at him. Well, it kind of got hurt for spring training, so well, yeah. that, that, that well, may have also contributed well, to okay. the, the delay. He okay, may so Logan Gilbert comes out, and I think he had one start, or maybe two starts in. I think he's just had one. And they're like, all right, yeah, now you're ready. Yeah, but once again, I think necessity with the pitching staff being so broken is the reason he's here. It won't shock me if they send him right back down. Yeah. Okay, so one one start. Yeah. Fireman's pitch. I hope it's two starts. And I hope it just stays up. I, I, I hope. Well, that's, that's the ultimate hope, and of course, yeah, but I, I, I'm being realistic. Ready. He's going back down. Yeah, he's ready. I think they have such youth that they're going to go to a six man rotation if they're not already been using a six man rotation. Doesn't look like they have. So I think they could do yeah, that too. It looks like they've been using a five-man rotation plus some some openers. Some openers here and there. To, well, to Flexen like. has, has been used as an opener, I believe, in his first two starts. Uh, like I said, I was giving shit to him. I mean, I knew who he was, but... Yeah, I mean, he's he's been he's, he's been that, that opener. Hey, let's uh, see if we can push you five. Yeah, I think but I hope you get me three. All right. Spot or anything else. But, yeah. but with him, like I said... Necessity, Kelnick. I think he's kind of forced the hand. I mean, he comes up, hits he's two bars. Right. He's ready. Yeah, I mean, I mean he's 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 ready. he's awesome. He he is. So he's awesome. I think they let him stay long enough to kind of prove their point. In case anybody questions it, I mean, he played three or four games. We want to make sure he hit left-handers. And I think okay. the first game he saw a left-hander, he hit a solo home run. <laughs> I can hit home, you know. Well, yeah. Anderson, he, says. he can so, hit. Yeah, he's, he's just a pure hitter. I mean, I've seen comparisons of anything from the best version of Tommy Pham to Francisco Lenore. Right. As as what that bat can be. So. You know he was the centerpiece pretty much in the Cano and, yeah. and the DS. Yeah, so I mean, yeah, but so he's, he's been that kid from the get-go. He's ready, so. Here, here's my next question. Um did this time that he was down kill his possibility to gain some speed on Mercedes and a Rosarena for the Rookie of the Year? Or can he have the um, Mariners repeat with, with the Rookie of the Year um, and be the second coming of Kyle Lewis? Yeah, I say, I mean, if if he's what we all think he's going to be, I don't think he's going to have any issue whatsoever. Okay. Rosarena's been 
solid so far. Nothing special. Yeah, not as well as I thought he was going to do so far. Mercedes. And he's cooled down, but the thing is, he's still hitting. I know. I mean, I, I, he, he is just come out of nowhere. So it, it's one of those things. It's, it's, <laughs> he's always been to hit. 33 year old rookie. I mean, he's always been on the hit, so they're letting him hit. He, yeah, he's on the right. He's on the right team to do what he does, I mean, right? He's he's it's interesting, but I I think Keldick's got the pedigree that he should be able to overtake it. Yeah. Throughout the rest of it, he's got a long season left. There's a lot of time left. I think so too. I just with the way that Mercedes hit the scene, like it's been so impressive, and I'm honestly like, and I know that everybody knows that I'm a Rosarena fan, but. I I think that it's like a like a wave building, and it, it's once he gets in midseason form and he starts figuring out the way he wants to swing and the way that the the pitching staff out in the AL East is going to start throwing to him, then uh, I I think he's going to do better and better. So I, I just hope Kellnick like, can get his stride right. He hasn't really been that bad. No, it's not. It's, but he's not putting up the post. When you when you get the numbers that we got with the Rosarena to start, when you like when you meet, it's like meeting him, and he's got this like he's got a supreme pizza in his hand, and now it's just like, hey, hey, I brought some mozzarella sticks. Cool. We're missing another thirty. There's still one looming. I said Tampa Bay can say thank you, St. Louis. Yeah, I know, right? I can't. I, it's always gonna haunt just me forever. Imagine who you He's wandering around the minors. Um, Pretty much. Yeah, the rookie of the year is long ways from being anywhere. Near. Well, that's the bad thing. Like, do you think he's gonna get called up too late? Well, do you think he's gonna soto us? Do you think he's gonna hit hit the stride that Juan Soto did and just just he take off? That's it. From every comparison I hear, that tool Juan Soto, which is crazy at this point in time. I mean, a few years ago, it was that motherfucker Juan Soto should back never be a comparison for any. Yeah, everybody says it's a hard comparison. Well, actually, actually, we'll get into him later. But there is a guy who hit the scene like Juan Soto did. Albert Pujols, like from day one, people were like, "There's been several guys hit the scene like." That. No, but but he never stopped it's ever, hard. and Soto has never stopped ever. Oh yeah, we're well, what, four years into Soto. Yeah, but Soto essentially plays. Hey, I'm, I'm yes, play, but I'm play 120 games a year where you know this guy was. Yeah, I mean, 162. It, it didn't matter. Yeah, I mean, we'll get to that guy you want to talk about. Yeah, we will get there. I just, I, but, but you, when you said unfair comparison when, to anybody, I honestly don't know. Like when he came on the scene, like the it was a machine. Um, yeah, for a reason. I mean that's 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 it was insane. That's hard to put on any prospect coming up and saying he's going to compare it. I, I say the same thing like Soto judgment right now. I mean, it's the well, thing that I wonder Franco is dumb. Then throw in the fucking but, uh, Ted Williams uh, comparison with to Juan Soto is is asinine. There's just certain players wrong. that shouldn't be mentioned. We we can see that, but at the same time, you you are correct. Don't. Yeah, we need, you need to wait till the end. Yeah, you need to wait till the whole body's facing something that is brand new to them. I mean, you're coming up to the major leagues. That's got to be nerve wracking. Yeah, it's got to be just to be a rookie coming up, and then people are saying, "Oh, you're the next Ted Williams." I mean, right. The last man he hit 400. Yeah. That's stupid. Hey, the greatest player of this generation right now. Got sent down because he hit 83 yeah. in his first like, so game. Game. Even, yeah, Exactly. Even if they do come up and suck. I mean, Mike Trout come up and was horrible. <laughs> like I said, he hit 83. Horrible. <laughs> and looking back at him now, you're like, I don't remember that because it's fucking Mike Trout has been amazing ever All right. since. So now is the time to bring it up. Yes, let's it just is. let's just bring this part up. We uh, saw that we saw this on show. we saw this on the backfields. Yeah. Um, and it appears that uh, the 2011 version of MLB The Show, um, which really, by the way was like one of the first years they ever actually had real minor leagues in the yeah, game. They had like legit stats for the minors yeah. and stuff. And obviously, I don't know if I can believe anything they say ever again after my. So, <laughs> so I, so I, I want to, I want to bring this up. So on the player scouting report for Mike Trout in 2011 version of 
the show, which is why I knew 2011 is what you were talking about with that, that gap year. Um, his scouting report is fielding C, speed B, potential D, power D, contact F, F. overall C. If he goes yard more than half a dozen times, be thankful. A competent defender makes the routine plays. Well, that's actually true. He does make routine plays. Um, he can't. He can steal bases, but not as many as the game's best thieves. Here's, this is, hold on. This is the best one. Hold on. I'm sorry. Could be a decent regular. Nothing more. Mike Trout. Can I, can I follow that? Yeah. Okay. Career average, 305. On-base percentage, 419. On-base plus slugging, 1,000.003. 310 home runs, 816 RBIs, 966 runs scored, 203 stolen bases. Yeah, they're wrong. And he's not even 30 yet. I was about to say. Also, he's, he's what, 28 now? Uh, 29? Not even fucking 30. 8791. He'll turn 30. Yeah, he's three years younger. Yeah, yeah, he'll turn 30 in August. Fun, fun fact about this also that I'm looking at. I'm actually looking at a screenshot of this game, 2011, the show. And the backup for the Angels that year in center field was Peter Borjos, uh, my boy from St. Louis. He played first for a little bit, um, and he and he 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 literally has the same overall rating on the power meter, like on the meter. Like if you look at the rating, it's just literally the exact same. You ever hear something that's even worse though? What? That that, that he plays for the Angels. About moving him or Trout to left field so Bourgeois could play center. Yeah. Well, Rojos? Yeah, yeah, that's why they traded him. You know, he had the speed. I mean, he was a good defensive player and had a lot of speed, but... Okay, Ender, Ender NCR. Oh, that's, that's, a, a, that's shit. a fine comp. But I don't give a fuck if you can feel a damn ball. I think you produce if you're a player yeah, today. I don't understand why you moved Mike Trout for anything. All right, it's not 2011. It's 2021. We know that Mike Trout is literally the greatest thing in baseball. Let's not dive into that hole too much. He's killing it again. Another MVP season. God, he's amazing. All right, so I thought we were all done with COVID. I mean, we, we get the vaccines. MLB tells us, you know, 85% of your team, if you if you have the vaccine, you don't have to wear a mask. And all of a sudden, we have another outbreak between two teams. So it's it's the Yankees and the Padres right now that are both both getting hit with with the COVID now. Yes. Um, Tatis is now shut down. Who else on the Padres is shut? Is anybody else on the well, Padres they, shut they, down? They kept out Hosmer the other night. Right. I don't I don't think he was. But so the Yankees. We'll come back to that. But the Yankees. They've, their coaching staff was hit hard, and now Glaber, um, he's come up positive, right? Yeah. Um, unfortunately, uh, we get to see Tyler Wade play shortstop again tonight. Literally, the, the coaching staff had all been vaccinated, and we have seven guys that have tested positive uh, right now. Boone's wearing a mask again. I mean, I thought we were done with this shit. I, I don't know the answer to that, and I just, I'm, I'm just ready for all of it to be over. And it does, it does hamper the game, and it's really, it's really frustrating because you know you have these start and stops for all these teams, and it can't be good for the team chemistry. I mean, we're, we're now in the season to where things are going to start to matter here soon, especially in a division like the AL East. The Yankees can't afford to be missing pieces in their lineup. I, I, I mean, you, you know, my take on. Glaber Torres, I think there's some some love lost for me in his in his talent. Uh, he's still important to that roster, and if if you have anybody else go down, they they, they have some some work cutting out for him because the Blue Jays are get, starting to get better. Um, Boston is just absolutely they're they're a behemoth right now. Inexplicably, they're they're killing it. I I hear you. I agree, but they're on top of the division. They're running with it. So if the Yankees lose any kind of steam because they've started to play better, then then they're then they're on a hard road. To get back to even with, with the Red Sox going into the All-Star break. Yeah, I mean, you're, you're correct about that, but at the same time, like, I'm, I'm just going to say this as a whole, and, I, and this is why 
I mean, Josh Bell won't come out and say this, but him missing essentially a week when he was absolutely on a tear in spring training, I have a feeling it's why he's struggling so bad now because I feel like he's trying so hard to replicate what he was doing instead of allowing that flow to continue. Dude's hitting 140. But isn't that always the case with Josh Bell, though? He, like, he tears it up, and then he, like, falls apart. I mean, you, you may be right about that, but at the same time, you're you're telling me that dude's not an all-star and you want one of them on your team? No, I'm not. I, I mean, if there was a need in St. Louis for first base, which there isn't, but if there was, I, I would love to have Josh Bell on the team. I just, he was, he was touted, didn't live up to the hype. Then he, uh, when everybody got tired of it, he blew up. He was amazing. And then after everybody's like, all right, he's here, he fell apart again. And then when everybody, you know, all the, the, the luster faded again, he got hot. And then now he's on, now he's on the nationals. And it was like, okay, this, this is it. He's going to be the, the second fiddle to, to Juan Soto. And he's just, he's just not doing it. You look at his underlying numbers, so he's hitting the ball. Oh my God, hard. Yeah. It's just right at people in his launch angle. Is sucking right now. So the, the, the strikeout rate is fucking terrible. Well, everybody's strikeout rates right now is terrible. <laughs> so I'm gonna give him a little credit on that. I think we're gonna see a bounce back from Josh Bell. I do. I think it's gonna happen sooner or later. He's just gonna get hot. Is he ever gonna live up to what he did a few years ago when he hit 30 plus and he was amazing? Probably not. I just think that is who he is. It's more about life. But with everything that's going on with COVID and getting the slow start, blah, blah, blah. That can go for a lot of players. I mean, Houston got ravaged there for a little while. You look at, you know, Carlos Correa, he's struggling. I mean, maybe just the breaks, blah, blah, blah. So it's, it's one of those things that, you know, COVID, COVID's a problem. It's been a problem. It's going to be just get past it, though? But no, I don't think we are. Well, right now, we're still sensitive. The, I mean, that's, all, that's all I want to know. Can we just get past this shit? But the good thing is, like, COVID hasn't beat up on everybody in their rebound. Corbin Burns was out, right? He he had to take a break because he got COVID. And that cat, he's right back there. Like, he, he, he just walked the first guy of the season today. Literally today, he walked a guy for the first time this year. So, like, I, I think there's, I think that there's, you know, you just got to get back on track yourself. So, um, let's move into, let's move into that. Let's talk a little bit more about uh, Corbin Burns and, and Garrett Cole um, and their, their unbelievable tear of strikeouts versus walk. Like, that. what's their ratio? Does anybody know what that ratio is? C-Dub, can I put that upon you to look that up while Chris and I talk? Talk about these well, guys. So, so Garrett, or not Garrett, uh, Corbin Burns is 58 to 1. So there you go. There's his ratio. It's just insane. So it's, it's insane. Yeah, it's, it's just mediocre. I mean, not shit. <laughs> I mean, name the last time a pitcher has ever like done something like that crazy. I, I, I actually uh, kind of want to just go ahead and just, without any, without any, any kind of information, I want to say never. You are correct. All right, like um, I, that's impossible. At least, at least in a in a to start the season. Now there's been runs. Let's just throw this out here. Corbin Burns is two and three with a one point seven nine ERA, has fifty eight strikeouts and one walk. This dude has three losses. Uh, yeah, they don't hit. Don't yeah. Hit. Yeah. The it, is out, and the rest of the team. Is mediocre. Uh, Vicio Garcia has had a nice May. That dude was pretty much an afterthought after the first month he was in Chicago. Yeah, no, I I know that. I'm not trying to like put this guy up on like all star level, but he he has had a nice month, and there's pieces to it. Like Colton Long has hit a little bit better. And Narvaez is one of the better hitting catchers in baseball. They have some kind of stride, but as a whole, their line is a, a bummer. And yeah, it's really taken effect on on Corbin Burns' end line. Like it's a real bummer that he's two and three the way that he's been pitching, because he is right now. He probably is the front runner for the Cy Young in the National League. It's him and in Degrom. And then Jack Flaherty. So, Wait, hold up, Degrom. Yeah, Degrom. Jack. Oh, okay, my yeah. bad. That one, that one. I, 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 I didn't understand who you were saying. I got, I got Degrom though. That guy. 
He's been out for like six minutes and you completely forgot about him. Seriously, though, you're right. The numbers and the way he started the season are crazy. Has to be, I mean, if the season ended tomorrow, yes, I I believe he's our our Shy Young winner for the the NL now. It's May 13th. Obviously, we can't can't say that now. I mean, have we seen a like a dominant run to a start a season like this in in recent memory? I don't think it's been this long that a that a pitcher has started a year just like so imposing with nobody figuring what's going out. Like it's some uh, quality hitters will figure it out. Dude has lost three games. Hell, the the first game he lost, he took a no no into the in the fucking seventh inning. That was such a great game. Or sorry, uh, yeah, it was a no no or a perfect game. We were sitting there watching it. It was a perfect game for a while, and then it was a no no yeah, for a little bit, and then it. Uh, you gave up a, uh, some kind of error or somewhere down the line. Yeah, it was fantastic. He has been a monster. Hey, you got him on your fantasy team? I do. I have him all, all three of my fantasy teams. So I'm not gonna lie. No, I'm talking about. I uh, I myself was projecting this out of him. He had this kind of season last year. He sh- he showed this last year in the short season. Dude, he had like a 2-1 last year. Well, he was fantastic last year. The only person that had a better ERA than him in the National League was, well, no, Max Reed had a hell of a year last year, but, and so did Ian Anderson. But I'm pretty sure it was Jake DeGrom. So, I mean, Burns, Burns is a beast. He's a monster. He's striking out people left and right. And right now his K percentage, I don't know if that's updated after today, but... 45.4%. Um, You're crazy. You're not supposed to strike out more, more, than, more than like 10% yeah. of the time. So, you know, he, he, he's gross. Garrett Cole's gross. If you were starting a team and you only had information on what's happened so far in 2021, would you want to draft Corbin Burns, yes. Garrett Cole, or Max Scherzer as your ace? I'm going to get a call. There's a simple answer to this. Burns, 26. How old is Scherzer? How old is Burns? Oh, no, no. All right, hey. Cole? Well, Cole's 30. The, the reason Scherzer was included in this, in this segment was because, hey, he He's is crazy. now second all-time, I believe, in 10 strikeout games in his career. Oh, yeah. He, he hit his 100th uh, Sunday, Mother, Mother's Day. At now, the same time, though, the questions hey. come about drafting. Is yeah, no, that is a question. Oh, hey, you, you say that? Garrett Cole... Is only 28. Yankees. Now, I'm looking at his stats right here. He's 28. Um, 8 or 9, 8, 1990, which makes him 30 years old, 8 months, and 5 days. Shit. So, therefore, he didn't know how old my boys are. Max Scherzer, 36 years old. Yeah, no, yeah. So, okay. I mean, if I'm going right now, yeah, Corbin Burns. I mean, give me the guy that's 26. And you're just going off of just the age? No, it's hey, how, how, how about give me the one that's done it for four or five years? Okay, don't do that. But if you go that mindset, then do give me the guy that's been doing it for eight years. Well, yeah, like Scherzer, if that's if that's the way you want to go, Scherzer is about as guaranteed as you can for longevity. Garrett Cole, Garrett, hold on, Garrett Cole in his last year in Pittsburgh wasn't super seller. Well, I've been on record several times saying never ever put Pittsburgh on a pitcher because they don't know what the fuck they're doing with them. So it's not his fault. Once he left, uh, he's you, are, you, are, you, you, you are correct. He, he leaves Pittsburgh his last year there. He was 12 and 12, 4 2 6. He goes to Houston, 15 5, 2 8 8, 20 and 5, 2 5 0. And then he goes to New York last year, 7 3, 2 8 4. Oh, we got more it, evidence than that. I mean, Musgrove, Talon, your boy in New York, is starting to turn it on. Yeah, he's struggling right now. Oh, yeah. He's struggling out there. No, just, just right now. Like, it literally t- figuratively tonight struggling. <laughs> well, but he, he's been fine. Pittsburgh is hard on pitchers. I don't think they understand what they're supposed to actually do. Right. They don't. So, putting that on him. I don't agree with, but at the same time, get back to the basic question. If I'm starting a team now, give me the guy that's 26 and a half that's 
burning the league up right now. Is Corbin Burns the ace or is Brandon Woodruff the ace? I don't know if they care. On, on Peyton? No, I don't. I don't. I don't care if I'm Craig Counts. I don't give a shit. Like you guys just won't keep kicking ass. Yeah, but I, I, I just want both of them to go out and dominate. Outside looking in, who's pitching game one and who's pitching game two? If, if I'm Craig Counsel, it's probably gonna be Woodruff just because he's got a longer track record. Yeah. I can see that. Does either one of them? Be, if, if, we look, if we look at it as, as a fans aspect, fucking Corbin Burns all day every day. Yeah. Well, Brandon Woodruff doesn't have that beautiful mane, so yeah. I mean, <laughs> aesthetically speaking, aesthetically speaking, but no. Well, and but also Woodruff, I feel like, and and I might just be like talking out of left field here, but Wood Woodruff has a tendency to go a little bit deeper, right? Yes. Right now, Historically right now, speaking. They're, they're treating Burns with I see Burns, Burns is yeah. an opener if we remember back uh, the year that uh, Washington won the World Series. Uh, he opened game seven. Yes, that's his problem. He's never hit more okay. than uh, his, his max is 132 innings. Okay. So okay. That, okay. That, that is the problem with him, which to me, he just came off the, the, the IL with COVID issues, yeah, so the yeah. starter too. So, and that may not affect him much going the, forward. The but way he's throwing, he's going to get 150 at least. Yeah, but I don't know if they're going to let him go eight innings, nine innings, unless it's he's really dominating and, and it's something special. We we talked about this uh, probably three or four weeks ago. I th- I think we are way off with our predictions of how many guys are actually going to get. 200 innings. Oh, I'm not. I still, I still feel the same way. I think you're going to see a lot of magical aisle stints pop up left and right. I can tell you this right now. As a Yan- this is just as a Yankee fan. Yankee saying, saying. Oh, no, he's 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 the. There's a. He made those 300 innings. There's there's ten pitchers or so that that does not count for. Scherzer may throw 300 innings. Yeah, Scherzer's Cole. I mean the studs. Such the elite studs, they're fine. It's everybody else I think is going to struggle to get past the 160. Sure. You think, you think Flaherty gets to 200? Yeah. Yeah. See, I worry about him a little bit. Uh, I don't, actually. I, I, yeah, I think 180 would at the beginning, at the beginning. Uh, at the beginning of the year, speaking about Flaherty, uh, Flaherty, at the beginning of the year, I was really uncertain about a rotation, and obviously I've been proven completely wrong, which is which is great. Also, while being proven wrong about the talent of the St. Louis starting pitching rotation, I've also been just like taken aback by Jack Flaherty's absolute dominance of what he does every day, the way he goes out, and he attacks everybody all the time. And it's it's just, when you watch him pitch, like I watched him pitch today, it's so fluid. He's not trying. It's 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 not it's not hard for him. It, it, it's it's uh, Of course, it's, it's an astronomically hard thing to do to go out and face the greatest hitters in the world every single five days but not if you're that and he exactly he just he's he's got this like way of just like walking up easy breezy done and done and i really do think 200 innings is absolutely accessible for him and and beyond he's at a stage of his career where he knows what his body can do now he's been asked to work at he's been asked to be the ace he's what he's 26 now right yeah he's in he's in his stride now he might even be 27 i'm I'm gonna say we have geo freed and and him freed was the youngest right now flaherty was the youngest so they're all going to be right about the same age he's he's just he's been doing it long enough at an ace level where the team has been asking him to do it to where i think he understands what he's going to have to do for his body to keep it up and and to be that number one spot every five days I mean, I, I agree with you. I think we had a little concern last week. And, hell, we can actually throw him in, in this conversation because, I mean, he's been I mean, dominant. His first start sucked. I, I say it sucked. He's still got to win. And then last year, he had just nothing special. But, I mean, you look back at 2018 or 2019, the second half, I think he had like a 1.2 ERA over like 15 starts to go into the playoffs. I mean, dude was on a tear and figured something out. Yeah. And is, is he the next like superstar like of a pitcher? I mean, like we've got Iran, we've got Cole, we've got Scherzer, we've got 
you know, the, the, those guys. We've got Kershaw. Most that's the old wave. I mean, well, I know. Those guys are talking about getting old. I mean, we, sure. we, we, we're, we're, we're saying old. Well, I'm tempering. We, we need 30. 30s. DeGrom's Baseball years, buddy. I hate to tell you, 30s getting old. That's still your prime. All right, so I'm 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 tempering I'm I'm tempering my expectations for for Jack Flaherty only because I want to keep it. Like I just want to hold him close with when it comes to that conversation. But <laughs> but I I can say that more than a fan, but also just an overall baseball fan, I think that he is proving to be. Acceptable of the conversation of the Scion candidates perennially, like he he should be in that conversation when you talk about it every year. What, in in fantasy baseball, he should be in the upper ilk. Period. Why Why do you say like you're you're taking a, a slow stance at that? Though? Because well, it's just me just being like, well, that's, over, that's you being a Cardinals fan. That's not you being a baseball fan. That dude is. No, that part is me being a Cardinals fan. It, it is me being super cautious. He should he should be in in that fucking like that echelon. No, I know, but I'm what I'm saying. What I, what I meant was like I don't want to say like Jacob Degrom, Garrett Cole, Jack Flaherty. Like I don't want to say that. Why not? He could be in the top ten, or he could be in the top five. Oh, I don't know about top five. When you're mentioning the fantasy, I put in top fifteen at least. Top fifteen, I would top definitely say top ten. I would yeah, say top ten. Yeah, no, I'm saying national league because he's he's in the national league right now. I mean, he he's top five hands down. Do you think there's do you think there's fifteen fourteen pitchers that are better than Jack Flaherty in baseball? Well, when you say top fifteen, he'd be eleven. Eleven? You think there's ten? In overall baseball, probably yeah. Can can you run? No, but can you can you can you no? Can you spitball like six more than me, than Flaherty? We just talked about three: Burns, Cole, Scherzer. Okay. Degrom. Yeah, Degrom's four. Who's kicking ass right now? I see. I don't like this because I'm not. Kershaw, Darvish. Hold on a second. I don't want to put you on the spot, but like, you, did. you put me on the spot. But you put me on the spot. Now I have to. Now I feel like I have to defend Jack Flaherty for something that I feel like is probably I mean, not. Shouldn't be that hard. Top fifteen players of all pitchers in baseball, because I feel like that's a compliment. It is a compliment, but also I feel like it, the compliment's only half hard. It's like a left-handed compliment because I feel like top ten is in the window that he's in. I feel like pitching is so static right now that. Being top 15 is fucking wonderful because pitching is dominating the season. Pitching is baseball right now. We've only had five no-hitters. Get over it. It's only four and three quarters. Yeah, four and three quarters. Come on, now. That's only if you're asking Rob Manford or Madison Bumgarner. Everybody else knows that that was a no-hitter. Those are the only two human beings on earth that would disagree with you. Well, Madison, I, I think he... Considers it no, no. He just said, "Fuck you, Rob Manfred." No, I don't. I don't think he does. I think he's like so mad about it. I feel like he threw, like he went home in his own private cage and threw the, the, the necessary pitches. The fucking uh, what, what would it be? 18, 18 pitches for him to have it. Like eighteen I'm strikes. Well, like, yes. Yeah. I'm gonna throw some names out. I want you tell me if you think Flattery's Okay, go ahead. Rapid, okay. rapid fire. Give me, give me the names. And if I say no, then Flaherty is better. is better. Is a better player. Yes. Okay. So I'm going to run down. This is CBS story as far as fantasy, as far as what players have done. Okay. Okay. It's not a true. It's fine. Whatever, but. Yeah. Okay. So is he better than Shohei Itani? Yes. Yes, as a pitcher. Okay. Uh, Carlos Rodell. Yes. Carol, are you answering? I think so. You think so too? Right. So we talked about Shane Bieber. No. This year, yes. Better than Shane Bieber. Right now, yes. Okay. Yeah. We had we had a discussion about this guy a few weeks ago, Tyler Glassman. Yes. No. No. All right. All right. All right. You Darvish. No. Yes. Clayton Kershaw. Yes. No. Max Scherzer. No. No. Uh, we're running out of players. Yeah. That, that, that's as far as I'm. So he's a top ten pitcher. I'm still going to say top 15. Okay. You said top 15. I no, I said top 10. Yeah, I said top 15. I think he's right there around 10, 11. So, don't get me wrong. I'm saying yes to some of these guys. And I'm saying no to some of these guys. But you don't. Yeah, I'm going to say everyone I just mentioned. Hey, can you I'd name, rather have. Hey, can you name a Every single one? 
everyone I just mentioned. Hey, can you name that's a single, not Can you name a single one of those pitchers is at a seven and zero? Wins and losses don't matter to me as pitching starts, uh, especially as fantasy. Yes, they don't. No, no. In real life, I think it translates. When I'm a Braves fan and I've watched Why? what fucking just happened with my Braves, the bullpen can suck. I understand that. I see pitchers go eight innings, give up one run, and get a fucking loss. So they're four. Hey, Major League Baseball doesn't fucking care either. I know. If DeGrom is one two fucking. Exactly. Three, five, I, five, say, I feel like the best pitcher in baseball, the wins and losses thing, throws that out completely because he can't fucking get wins because his fucking team doesn't hit. Here, here, this is what I find interesting. That we're talking about all these dominant pitchers, these badass pitchers, but there's a team out there that doesn't have a badass pitcher that's still having a whole lot of success, but is soon to possibly be homeless. The Oakland, maybe not so soon to be Oakland Athletics, have officially been granted permission by Major League Baseball to start scouting other cities to host them. In, in some way, it felt like we knew this was coming with the way that Oakland has just not wanted to wrap their arms around the Oakland Athletics franchise. I mean, they've been around since the 70s in Oakland. What do you, what do you guys think about the athletics not being a baseball team in Oakland and even out of California they had six teams that they're, they're gonna drop a team where where do you guys think they'll go Billy Bean for the last almost 20 years has said we need a stadium or we need to leave they're not felt like a priority they used to share a stadium with the, Ra- uh, the Raiders now they're finally getting the stadium to themselves they can't sell the stadium out I mean, it's it's, it's a football it's a football stadium at this point. Yes, it's it's a thousand years old and decrepit. I mean, it's it's terrible. And Oakland, even when uh, the A's gave renderings for new stadiums, Oakland balked at it, and they were just like, "Oh yeah, um, that's okay." You know, you, you either want the team or you don't. You want to spend money or you don't. I get it. But at the same time, what else is there in Oakland other than? Uh, the Warriors. With them needing a stadium, like I said, I've never been there, so I hate to talk bad about it, but it's a shithole from every aspect of anybody. From what I've been told, it's the second worst stadium in baseball behind Tropicana. Yeah, I must say, Tampa Bay may be showing it's it's, (laughs) it's, it's fried a little more as far as shitty stadiums. I mean, have you guys ever been to Wrigley? Well, Wrigley, but Wrigley, you're not going to hear too many people talk about that just because it's historic. I mean, (laughs) the historic angles, and they supposedly fixed it up a little bit. It's shit. Well, I agree. But with that, I mean, if they want to move, move. I mean, I've seen three cities. I've heard four. Really? And I'm going to list them off, and then I'm going to tell you what my... Well, no, I'm just going to list them off, and then you guys tell me what you think, and then I'll give mine. So, I've heard Nashville, Tennessee, Portland, Oregon, uh, Montreal, Canada. Uh, Welcome welcome back to Canada, eh? Yeah, I heard Vancouver was was a bigger player than Montreal. Okay, okay. Either uh, or bigger city, bigger city. Well, I, I think that I think Vancouver would work. All right, yeah. And the front runner, I'll just go ahead and say it. My odds-on favorite is Las Vegas. And the reason, the only re- the, there's two reasons why I think Las Vegas would work just fine. One, because the the sports betting market is obviously taken flight since they legalized gambling in the United States of America, and and I think that you know being a destination town. I think it would make it such a fun dynamic to their games, and I can't I can't lie. The name itself would just fit perfectly. The Oakland A's simply become the Vegas Aces, and it is you realize they are perfect. A minor league team they're called the Reno Aces. Yeah. Is that the Las Vegas Aces of the MLB? No, but it's hey, no, it, we're, we're, we're done. We're done. You already answered my question. They, they can change their name to the. The smelly cold cats or something. Somebody it's, makes a billion dollars and somebody they doesn't. Have, they used to be the Vegas 51s. Is that close to Area 61? Because that intrigues me a little more. All right, what do you guys think? What do you guys think? Out of those, out of those five spots, is there, is there a different place other than Vegas that you guys would like to see a pro sports team? And that could, that literally is a legitimate contender for it. I mean, honestly, I think Vegas is the best fit. They're trying to get professional sports there. I feel like that 
that works. From looking at another city though, I guess Vancouver. I mean, shit, I, it keeps them on the West Coast. Montreal doesn't work because then we now have another team out east and, and that division out west becomes, you know, a four-man division. And then, then we need to do re, uh, remaneu- or maneuvering all the divisions or reconfigurations of all the divisions. So they got to stay out west somewhere. Yeah. Yeah, that three-card money that the um, the A- oh, the NL Central did for a while was a bummer. Yeah, I hear you. They need to stay out that way. I do love Nashville, and I think that they're ready for a team. But conversely, real quick before I let C-Dub jump in, Vancouver lost the only sports franchise they had with the Grizzlies. Basketball, uh, he forgot about the Vancouver Canucks, sir. Yeah, well, the one. I was talking about pro sports. What is that? <laughs> we went from, like, a pro sport that – Nobody watches to a sport that... Well, nobody in America watches. Well, not too many people are watching basketball either. (laughs) See, Vancouver would be my favorite. They're trying to diversify, spread out. It's a different market. It's a big market. Compared to Vegas... Vegas feels like a big market, but it's not. It's more... It's it's transient. I know. I hear you. That that makes sense. We haven't seen exactly what the Raiders look like. We don't know what the Raiders look like yet. Well, the COVID, we haven't seen... The people there want professional sports. I mean, you got the Vegas Knights. You got got them. Or you got the Raiders. We're talking hockey, so it's hard to translate to what that is to the correct. Right. Can they sell out a real stadium with Las Vegas people? They can't Las do Vegas it. Sites, so Las Vegas Vegans? Las, <laughs> Las Vegas Yeah, I don't know. I think they're called thieves. We'll, we'll call them that, sure. Or degenerates? Um, the Las Vegas degenerates? I feel like that's a town that. Damn, dog. <laughs> <laughs> Your mother was what's, what happens your stays here. That's like that's a, like prison. This fucking guy. Uh, yeah, see, I don't feel like Tennessee can hold a. I don't care anywhere in Tennessee. I don't feel like they can hold a team. Well, they've got they've got a Triple A team there, and it's not very like. I don't. Tennessee can hold a team. Portland, maybe, but. Probably not, because it just doesn't feel like a... It would have to be a dome. I feel like it would be like Diet Seattle. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it would have to be a dome for them to be exactly. able to play yeah, or a It needs to be... It, there's a lot of things, which Vancouver would be the same way. I mean, it's going to need to be a dome. I mean, it needs to be cold well into the start of the season. So my pick would be Vancouver. It just diversifies the whole everything. Once again, I need to see the Raiders have a fan base there before I want any other fan... Franchise to go I, there. I, I feel like Vegas would make the most money, and I'm, I guess I'm gonna kind of try and or sort of backtrack. I don't know if they're ready for that town. Okay, that's that's my thing. I mean, it's 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 like I said, it's it's such a strange town. I mean, you have a lot of people who live there, but at the same love time, to see it's them there. not a huge city. That would be the most immaculate stadium ever. Oh, uh, <laughs> well, at the same time, it makes sense, though. Maybe they just build one giant stadium to... To host them all. Yeah, hold let on. me just... Let me, let me just... Let me just... Let me just... A picture for you guys. The L.A. Or the L.A. Raiders. Wow. I'm really fucking that up. The... It's been a few years since that, but yeah. The... <laughs> I remember that. I may be the oldest one in the, the yeah. room. The only one in the room they can actually remember. The Vegas Raiders <laughs> just announced that they are going to have a nightclub yes. right behind the end yeah. zone. Yeah. What? Yeah, a full DJ cutting it up and shit. Dude, why the fuck can't we do this in a baseball game? Exactly. Exactly. They help them get that baseball team. Exactly. That, that may bring outsiders to the stadium. But yeah. how do we... We may get people that have never, ever, ever, ever yeah. even thought about going to a baseball game. If we have a club in the outfield, like the like the Diamondbacks have a pool. Yeah. Well, that's basically... Hell yeah, we're, we're going to get new fans. Yeah. Yeah. I just know myself, if I go to Vegas, I'm probably not worried about going to a baseball game. You're and probably, you're probably outside not. Outside or going there, I mean, all the other things going on, I, I'm not even going to mention because I don't want to tell on myself of the things I could do there. I don't, know what, I don't know. I don't know what you mean, sir. <laughs> yeah, 
Baseball's not probably top of my priorities. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. All right. Our, our, our next big topic this week, we're going to talk about a, a little person who, who got released last week and um, still don't know what the issue's going to be, if he's, if he's going to retire, sign a contract, or what he's going to do. His name is Alberto Pujols. You know what? Don't say his name wrong. And I don't. I don't like. I'm gonna leave. The, I'm gonna. I'm gonna leave your. I'm gonna leave your intro to this topic in only just to shame you about it later. Albert Pujols has now cleared waivers. Okay. Yeah. What the fuck's he gonna do? I, I understand. He cleared waivers about four hours ago. I don't rightfully know, but I. I'm still reeling from the fact, even though he is older and he can't run. And they have Jared Walsh, they have Shohei Otani, a player that is absolutely a first ballot and absolutely should be 100% on the voter ballot for the Hall of Fame in Albert Pujols, arguably one of the absolute greatest hitter of all time and definitely one of the greatest right-handed hitters of all time. He, could, he There's no reason why he should have ever been DFA'd. And the Angels should look, look at themselves in shame for it. Yes, you are correct about that, but... First ballot, 100%. Let's, let's, let's talk about the DFA first. One, he's not very good. Hasn't been very good for the last... What's not, ve- what's not very he's good? He's on pace for 38 home runs this year. What's not very good to My you? grandmother can hit 38 home runs in this fucking MLB right now. Home runs mean shit. The motherfucker's hitting under 200. I understand that. Under 200. Do we understand that? Okay, honestly, Do we like, really you, understand you, that? You really just said your grandmother can I, 38 home runs. I don't really have any so quick, quick, quick to So you're not just shitting on like half of the big leagues that can't even hit 30 home runs. Half the big league sucks. And you're yeah, yeah. talking about pull holes and trying to put him in the other half that doesn't suck. He sucks right now. Can I can I nickname your grandmother Henrietta for some reason? Henrietta Aaron, yes, because the, if she was still here, she would hit 48. 198. That's what he said. Last year, 224. The year before, 244. The year before that, 245. The year before that, 241. The year before that, 268. The year before that, 244. The man was amazing. Can I, can I just for stop? Hey, can I stop you for a second? Average doesn't mean shit today. There's okay. a reason why we well, see OPS. Hasn't had a year above 800 since. He left St. Louis. 212. Okay, so it's like third year in... 16, 672, 700. That's his first year in in, in California. Was 212 the... Or 2012, the first year? Yeah, he left after we won the World Series in 2011. This guy was maybe the best hitter ever for a decade. That decade has been long gone. The Angels got hoodooed. They signed him to a big-ass fucking contract and have had to keep him because of that. Hey, at least this one... If he was any other player... Well, if he was any other player, any other contract, he would have been gone a long time ago. Once again, Michael's looking at me like he wants to stab me. Oh, yeah. And I love that. He's not been good since 2012. Uh, 100%? No. Does he need to go out like this, though? No. But at the same time, is it not his own fault? If he would have said, this is my last year, I'm retiring, do you think the Angels would have done this? Instead, you have a fight between him and his wife on Twitter on whether or not he was retiring yeah. or whether he was just going Did, you, did we see the shit that supposedly came out where he, he basically just trashed Joe Madden, yeah. uh, trashed the management and all this? Oh, I'll just say it. Okay, spring training ends, and he says, it's been awesome. This is my last year. Which is what he should have done. You're I, correct. The Angels couldn't have cut him. They, they would have been a revolt. But instead... They would have been absolutely fucking terrible. No offense to our pool host, but playing him at first base, Jared Walsh needs to play every day. Okay, where does Shohei Otani supposed to hit? DH. Okay, what is pool host supposed to do? DH. Okay. I'm right there. No, I'm right there on your side. I, I agree with you. This one is he the one the record himself saying he doesn't want to be a bench player. Exactly. Which What's is the issue. What's supposed to do with him? Once again, this is one of the greatest players if he, I have ever if, seen in my lifetime. If he plays first base, he's taking it bats away from um, 
Walsh. Walsh. Who is Wait, he's, uh, no, sorry, he's not taking the basketball away from him. He's got to play right field where he can't play fucking outfield. No. If he DHs, now he's taking the bats away from Shohei. So, I mean, either way, he was stealing the bats. It sucks. Once again, he comes out in the spring training. This is my year. I'm, I'm done. done. Everybody wants to see Pujols one last time. He gets the Chipper Jones treatment. He gets no the shit. Way. No more. Hell, he gets well, better, he, he gets better gets treatment. Better than that. But I'm just, that's he gets the better last treatment. I remember Jeter ever got. He gets better treatment oh, than uh, Mariano ever got. He's the same player. I mean, he was a better hitter than Jeter, but Jeter was more important to his team to me. Did you see the statement uh, a couple weeks ago in the Athletic when some someone made a comment, and it's actually an article from back in like uh, 2012 when he left, and Paul was like, "Yeah, I could leave, but Yachty couldn't." Listen, because Yachty was the reason we were as good as we were. Well, Yachty, it wasn't me. No, I helped. I helped out. Yeah, but. It was because Yachty we were as good as No, that makes sense. Yachty, Yachty comes across as the alpha, the male in well, every situation. And he, he is that leader. If they didn't have, if they didn't have Yachty, that pitching staff wasn't that good. No, nothing is that good. I feel like Yachty had everybody in check. Hey, can, can we agree on this? And, and Mike, may I well, I'm saying, and Once you and I get off. done, I'm just going to turn my mic off and right, hey, is, off for like 25 minutes. Is, is Yachty a... Uh, 100%. He would be closer than Polos to me, just because the okay. position and what he. Yes. Meant. Okay. So he I'm gonna so, the deterring so me, me, so me and you are on the same page. Yes. Okay. All right. I, I'm All right. We're, we're, Chris, are you done? Let's let's see this soapbox. All right. Okay. I'm, watch, watch, I'm and this, this guy is looking at stats right now. I'm taking this off to try and just debunk our he can't our thoughts. He can't. I love Pujols to death. First ballot Hall of Famer, hell yeah. Absolutely. Is, is no. he going to be the second unanimous vote? I don't think Absolutely so. Absolutely not. Um, Babe Ruth did not get one. Maybe, maybe if he had 900 home runs, yes. That's what it would take to me. Like I said, as we were working up for this, this. I, I said I was hesitant to say your boy from New York that got the 100%. He is the most dominant Ever at that at, at his position, yes. There's things for him I can give the check marks to, but I still would have gave him ninety nine point nine 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 nine. But you are done. You, you are correct. I am done. Okay, Michael, tell me I am a done. Soapbox, let's go. Uh, I'm gonna drink my Nate take when you do this. Max Stasi, Taylor Ward, Phil Gosselin, Scott Shebler, Dexter Fowler, Juan Lagaras, Anthony, Ben Boom, John Jay. You're telling me that these scrubs are worth a bench bat more than one of the absolute greatest hitters of our generation? John Jay is still on the fucking Cardinals. No, he's on the fucking Angels. This is the Angels bench. And you're telling me that they were worth more than Albert Pujols' goodbye show in L.A.? No, you guys are looking at things like assholes. You just missed the point. He does not want to be a bench player. Doesn't matter. Tell your fucking boy, Joe, to get a handle on his goddamn club, including Albert Pujols. What's the record there right now? What's the record there? No one cares. They're not good. You guys keep talking outside of your ass, both of you. That's enough. You are putting him on a pedestal he does not belong on. I said he may be the greatest player over one decade ever. Ever. What do you do with him? Send him off from the sunset. Uh, Say thank you for your service. So that's it. No more. At this point, I I hate to say it, you, you either find him a team where he can DH every day. Who? I don't fucking know. Hell. He may go. He, he can play fucking uh, first base in Minnesota right now with as bad as they are. The Royals need some help. Does he want to go to the Royals? I mean, is that no. where he wants to go? No. I mean, literally, does he want to go finish his last year at the Royals? Hey, could uh, we see him in pinstripes? I mean, I wouldn't mind it, but at the same time, like, it's just more of the where nostalgic. Is he going, what does he do there? It's just a nostalgic feel. Uh, Voight's back. I mean, we're good. Voight's back. Uh, Stan's fucking on fire. What the fuck is My point, there is nowhere to put the beloved and Hall of Fame Albert Pujols. It's a tragic moment for baseball, 
Because he, he was, was shown the door. Shut the fuck up and let me talk for a second. God damn it. We never disagreed that he was a Hulk. Just shut up. It's just it's just a bummer. In the, his last season, a bad baseball team doesn't even want to give him the respect to go out like a, a good goddamn baseball player. So now the St. Louis Cardinals are going to have to scramble to find a spot to put him in the lineup for a day and say goodnight to a legendary career, first ballot Hall of Famer, in my opinion, 100%, your opinion, 90%, or whatever you want to call it. And it's, it's, it's just shit because LA's not going to win. They know they're not going to win. And they still wanted to piss and moan because Joe Madden and his goat show over there thinks that he is better than it all. Just throwing it out there, just because of this year, his career average dipped below 300. At one point in time, he would have needed 188 bats for his career to drip below 300. I mean, he would have had to go 0 for 180. We we are not in in any disagreement. I love Fulhouse. No one. Once again, he is the probably the no. second, third best pure hitter I've seen in my life. Barry Bonds number one. Tony Gwynn. Barry Bonds. Tony Gwynn. Okay, we're, we're doing an argument that is in totally I said, different. That's the third. So, therefore, Barry, Tony, Pujols. Well, where's Ken Griffey? You two are much bigger on Ken than I am. He never got to live up to his potential. In Seattle, he did. Yeah, and once again, we're again, the same but, conversation we're having. All right, we're, we're moving away yeah, from the point. It's two different players over their career. I just, I just like... This is not the way this should have gone down. And, and, and L.A. doesn't have an excuse as to why they needed to do it. I don't, don't care. an excuse to do it either because he's not the whole host that you remember being there in L.A. Well, let's, let's just go ahead and keep moving on. Uh, I'm depleted. I'm just so mad at you guys right now. John Means has a... Ha, yeah. Has a, it, appears that, it appears that he might be putting something a little sticky on the... The glove the portion back, of the his thing is, is it's, repertoire. It's legal now. I mean, they can use it to a certain extent. Dude, you just don't make it so fucking obvious when you're sitting there. Oh, I'm pulling out my glove. Oh, I got a tight. Is he's been doing this weird like, uh, like twist. half back twist? Yeah. And it's just like yeah, it doesn't work. It doesn't make any sense for a pitcher to just be like, hey, I'm gonna twist my back real quick. Just put it back on your uh, on the bill of your cap. It, I mean, hell, you can do that shit all the time. I don't even... Honestly, like, I feel like, I feel like if you're going to put it anywhere, put it on the um, inside of the front part of your belt. Dude, I wore it on my like, hat. I people wore it on my just... belt. I wore it on my jersey. I wore it on my glove. I mean, I still feel like the yeah. feel of the hat. I feel like the... <laughs> just, just, just get after it. This just gives me my opportunity to say my slogan, if you're not cheating. Yeah, you fucking try. God bless America. What's your Kevin Costner quote? Yeah, this fucking guy. Unbelievable. Do a job means business. Woo! Anything else for me, the one of you schlubs? Yeah, I just cut all that. We out! <laughs>